And hello again, wrestling fans. I am here with episode number two of This Week in History. Hopefully you enjoyed our other incarnations of it as part of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast, and you were part of episode number one, which was last week. But we're going to keep on going because there's a lot of history to look into. So hopefully you're tuning in on Facebook or YouTube or listening to us later on on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. Be sure to like and subscribe and help build this uh, podcast up. We're also going to introduce some game show aspects of it monthly. Jonesy and I were just talking about that, and hopefully you'll have some more details as it goes along. But we can't uh, do this episode without Jonesy from Niagara Falls. Jonesy, how are you? I'm not too bad. It's actually been a nice day here, nice and sunny, not too cold. Just getting through the holiday season as Ontario, or for the most part, all of Ontario is in lockdown, some for less time than others. Uh, But yeah, not much to do in this area. So why not sit back, listen to a podcast, or create a podcast like we're doing right now? So uh, yeah, we're just going to dive right in. And if you want to start us off, we can... uh, Head down memory lane, starting with December 25th. All right. Here we go. December 25th, uh, 35 years ago, Rocky Balboa pulled off a Christmas miracle when he beat Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. There were not many who gave the Italian stallion a chance of victory, but by the end of the Christmas Day bout, chance of Rocky Rocky could be heard around the arena in Moscow. First presented on Christmas night in 2003. Sorry, you were going to cut me? Yeah, no, I was, uh, when you sent me this list and included Rocky on it, I was laughed at first and thought, okay, no, let's put that in because if you can change, then we all can change. And it it was a good good moment as Rocky got his uh, brains mushed in and his kid is uh, at home in the United States with his buddies and the robot going, that's my dad. So, I mean, good holiday movie. To me, it's a part of also wrestling because, of course, Hogan and Rocky III and um, uh, Sylvester, of course, uh, I think he inducted somebody into the Hall of Fame. And Mr. T. Is that Hogan or Mr. T? There you go. So, uh, yeah, um, Mr. T. So, it's just one of those things where um, why not uh, put that in for shits and giggles? Doesn't have to all be wrestling. Uh, so, uh, first presenting on Christmas night in 2003, 17 years ago today, WWE's Tribute to the Troops uh, is an annual show presented around Christmas as a thank you to the servicemen and service women around the world. The show, The Brainchild of JBL, uh, which is probably one of the only good things he did, was presented in its first few years from Iraq before moving stateside in 2010, where the shows remain ever since. Uh, President uh, George W. Bush and Barack Obama have made appearances on the show through a pre-recorded message. The show has received awards from the USO and other military departments. Yeah, I remember that show, unfortunately, uh, a little too fondly because I uh, had uh, sat there wondering why I was even watching the show, uh, not on a bad uh, thing that it was 
on, but my grandfather was in the hospital. So as soon as that show uh -huh. finished, I ended up uh, going to the hospital that night and uh, spent time with my grandmother as he uh, passed away. So I always remember a uh, tribute to the troops that night on uh, uh, Christmas Eve and uh, watching it and then heading out. Well, we all have uh, uh, certain things that we've watched that reminds us of something else. So there you go. Another wrestling connection to a big part in someone's life. And moving on, we got 33 years ago on Christmas Day in Texas, WCWA presented Christmas Day Massacre. The main event was WCWA champion Al Perez versus Kerry Von Erich in a steel cage match with Kerry Hart handcuffed the Fritz. Uh, the show was remembered for Fritz kayfabing a seizure and collapsing onto the floor and being rushed to the hospital after being attacked by a group of goons led by Terry Gordy. Uh, the uh, Dallas area media reported this as a top story, not realizing at the time that it was a work. <laughs> 32 years ago, a huge cleanup was underway in Century City, Los Angeles, after a terrorist group led by Hans Gruber was foiled by John McCain, uh, uh, sorry, McLean, uh, a Detroit police officer who was an attendee at the annual Nakatomi Corp Christmas party at the newly constructed Nakatomi Tower. And it's a happy 35th to Rusev or Miro for you eight AEW fans. So moving on to December 26th, 60 years ago today, George Raymond Wagner, best known to fans as the legendary Gorgeous George, dies of a heart attack he had suffered two days prior in Hollywood, California. He was 48. Born March 24th, 1915 in Butte, Nebraska, he dropped out of high school at the age of 14 and began working odd jobs to support his family. One of those jobs was competing in wrestling matches at carnivals. His days of training at the local YMCA began to pay off. As a by age 17, he was getting bookings for Morris Segal, the top promoter in the Houston area at the time. Champions would eventually come as uh, come as well, winning middleweight and lightweight uh, heavyweight championships by his 24th birthday. In 1941, George uh, began his glamour boy gimmick, wearing capes and robes and exhibit ex. ex Oh, my God, I can't say that word right now. I know what it is. Uh, exaggerated, that's it. Holy crap balls. Effeminate uh, behavior. Crabs didn't like it too much, not one bit. Yet they would turn out in droves to see him. Quote from George, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. George's television debut on November 11th, 1947, was named by Entertainment Weekly as one of the 100 biggest television acts of the 20th century. George would be a big star in the television early days as comedians Lucille Ball, Bob Hope, and Merton Merle. By the 50s, George Starr was so huge, he would command 50% of the gate for Vince Bearden, often making over 100,000 a year, just under 1 million to today's standards. In 1962, he was defeated by young Bruno Sammartino. Later in the year, he lost his hair against the Destroyer in a mask versus hair match. It would turn out to be his final bout as uh, his hard living had caught up with his body. George was twice divorced and was diagnosed with liver disease from his excessive alcoholism. 
Many would credit George's showmanship as a part of their own careers, including Muhammad Ali, James Brown, Bob Dylan, Little Richard, Liberace, Elton John, and Morris Day. Of course, many wrestlers were inspired by George in some way, including Buddy Rogers, Adrian Street, superstar Billy Graham, Ric Flair, and Goldust. Uh, George would be a member of the inaugural classes of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter and Professional Wrestling Halls of Fame in 1996 and 2002, respectively. As well as a member of the WWE Hall of Fame in 2010, his first wife, Betty, 97 at the time, would induct him. Betty died in 2011. George and Betty had two adopted children from his first marriage and one son and three stepchildren from his second wife, Sherry, who died in 2000. He also had one child from a long-time uh, mistress and one great-nephew, Robert Kellum, who wrestled as Gorgeous George III and briefly as the maestro in WCW. The maestro kind of seems cool now. What do you think about yeah. the maestro now? Well, he kind of was uh, very much like uh, his relative, uh, Gorgeous George. I know he, uh, I remember him being paired up with... Uh, Alicia Webb, who was Brian Shamrock. And uh, while getting pictures for this, I wanted to make sure that we did not confuse that gorgeous George with this gorgeous yes. George that accompanied Randy Macho Man Savage to the ring. Totally different people. Both lawns, mind you, but definitely not the same. You and know, different I, on the wrestling business. If I'm in the right mood, I take either one. There you go. All right, moving on now. Uh, 37 years ago today in New York City, the Iron Sheik defeated Bob Backlund via Arnold Scaland. Uh, Backlund's uh, manager threw in the towel while Bob was trapped in the camel clutch submission hold. The Sheik would end Backlund's uh, over a decade championship run. Uh, 32 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade 88 True Grit. This is the first time Starcade would be held around the Christmas holiday. The first four were on Thanksgiving. Uh, this is also the first pay-per-view presented under the WCW name with new owner Ted Turner. Uh, we saw Kevin Sullivan and Steve Williams defeat the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championship. The Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane defeated the original Midnight Express, Dennis Caudry and Randy Rose. Rick Steiner defeated Mike Rotundo to win the NWA World Television Championship, and Ric Flair defeated Lex Luger to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Belt. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Uh, I was listening to uh, Jim Cornette's uh, podcast, The Drive Through, and oh. uh, they were actually do, uh, talking about that uh, feud with the Midnight Express against the original Midnight Express and all the craziness going on backstage with Dusty getting. Uh, the boot from booking and WCW coming in uh, to ownership with uh, TBS and TBS people didn't know actually what they were doing. It was just a cluster of people not knowing what was going on. And you're surprised at all that WCW ended up failing almost 20 years later and 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable how a company can be, mismanaged that way but you know somehow they stayed afloat for years uh in a way um 
I guess we all have a Ted Turner to thing for that. If it wasn't for Ted Turner, you know, in his deep pockets, we uh, uh, wrestling would have been set back by a few years only because there wouldn't have been that competition that would up the other guy's game. So, you know, hey, uh, bless yeah, Ted Turner. Unfortunately, all the backstage uh, stuff going on with uh, Ted Turner's companies merging and stuff like that and people not liking wrestling definitely didn't help where creative was failing. They totally lost any outlet and Bischoff couldn't uh, rescue it in the end. And we're mm. now 20 years later without a WCW. Pardon me. All right. So we're on to uh, 16 years ago today. Ring of Honor presented Final Battle 4. Oh, sorry, 04, that is. Uh, CM Punk and Steve Carino defeated Generation Next. Alex Shelley and Roderick Strong. Uh, Brian Nelson defeated Luke by DQ. And Austin Aries defeated Samoa Joe to win the ROH World Championship. Uh, the win by Aries ended uh, Samoa Joe's 645-day reign as Ring of Honor's top man. Uh, the record still stands today, as far as I know. Uh, that was, I think, three or four years ago that info was. All right, moving yeah, on. 16 okay. years ago. Oh, excellent. Uh, 16 years ago today, Reginald Howard White, or sim simply Reggie White, to folk. Yeah, football and wrestling fans uh, dies in a hospital because of an irregular heartbeat. He was 43. This NFL legend has a wrestling connection. White was a member of Lawrence Taylor's all-pro entourage during WrestleMania 11 against Bam Bam Bigelow. At Slam Brie over WCW 1997, White had his only professional wrestling match, a loss to fellow NFL alumnus Steve McMichael. How embarrassing. Oh, good Lord. Um, right. 11 you, years. If you, have a, if you have a loss to Steve McMichael, that's pretty bad booking because that guy has his own uh, way of botching things. Uh, definitely look it up on YouTube. Uh, there's oh, yeah. even, I think, even a uh, Twitter account dedicated to Botchamania version of Steve Mongo McMichael. Uh, just horrible. Uh, some of the things we had to endure with him. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of, I kind of semi liked liked him only because he was like, he was like a big goof. He was, he was like a a big goof who who liked wrestling. He wasn't that bad on commentating, really. I mean, he wasn't great, but he wasn't, you know, uh, like like Lord Alfred Hayes, just like oh god. Um, but and he too was a part of uh, the entourage, I believe, with Florence Taylor at WrestleMania uh, eleven. Who who was that? Lord F. Days? No, McMichael. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on in then. Mongo was a part of that uh, group as well, and then he ended up getting uh, to WCW. Started off with uh, commentating, holding the uh, Chihuahua, and then somehow his wife got in there, and well, we saw what happened when she uh, got bigger than uh, her husband, and then left him for Steve Austin and everything else yep. that happened after that. All right. My cat has come into the room, so there we go, buddy. Uh, so 11 years ago today, WWE signs Saron Snuka and 
Uh, George, I would imagine, in this era is uh, Saron's daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Superfly Snuka works as Tamina, while um, George, who briefly went by Unico, works as Sin Cara. Uh, December 27th, 37 years ago today, at a rest, uh, wrestling at the Chase Taping in St. Louis, Missouri, Hulk Hogan made his first return to the World Wrestling Federation with a win over Bill Dixon. Uh, Hogan had left the WWF in 1980 to film a small role in Rocky III. He went to the American Wrestling Association, where he would rise to national and international prominence, especially after the film's release in 82. Hogan would be the centerpiece of the WWF's expansion from regional territory to national promotion. Also debuting for the WWF during that same taping would be AWA's longtime interviewer, Gene Orkland. Orkland would be the WWF's main interview until leaving for those bastards over at WCW in 1993. I mean, he did fit over there quite well. Um, I think I think Mean Gene is one that really a lot of people don't give enough credit to. Not just Hogan going over there, him going over there gave them big-time legitimacy. Um, yeah, more credibility was given with uh, Gene Orkland. He had a lot of uh, know-how backstage as well uh, and hugely respected as a uh, interviewer. And then, uh, you know, he was one of the innovators also of the hotlines. And uh, mm -hmm. that's why WD parodied him with Scheme Gene when they were doing the Nacho Man and the Huckster. Like, if he didn't mean anything... I'm sure Scheme Gene would not have existed in those uh, vignettes either. Mm -hmm. So moving on, we got 33 years ago today in Las Vegas, Nevada, Greg Gagne defeated Adrian Adonis in a tournament final uh, to become the first AWA international television champion. Uh, 33 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Antonio Nuki defeated Riki Choshu uh, via disqualification. After the bout, uh, Takeshi Tano introduced the newest member of his Takeshi Peruso Gundam stable, Vader, a.k.a. Leon White. Uh, Vader would destroy Anoki uh, in three minutes shortly after his debut. This was a huge deal as Anoki rarely lost. A uh, riot ensued and NJPW was banned from running events in Sumo Hall until 1989. Comedian and actor Takeshi uh, a.k.a. Beat Takeshi, uh, the man behind Takeshi's challenge, often regarded as one of the worst video games of all time, introduced the newest member of his Takeshi uh, Purusuro Gundam stable, Leon White, a.k.a. Big Band Vader. Uh, the gimmick is based on Japanese folklore. Vader had fought off attackers on his village for three days straight. That Vader, man. A couple of side nuggets. Uh, Leon White wasn't the first choice for the Vader gimmick. Uh, that was Sid Vicious. He wasn't their second choice either. That was Jim Helwig, a.k.a., of course, the Ultimate Warrior. Leon was actually set to debut for New Japan rival All Japan Pro Wrestling, but All Japan owner Giant Baba traded away his contract just before debuting for them. Vader wasn't the only debut at the show. Hiroshi Haas. Uh, made his junior heavyweight title 
Oh, I just don't, 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 tag title four times, as well as serving as chairman of the PWF. Whew, thank God that's over. Yeah, I, years. I look back at that, uh, what you uh, sent, and uh, to know that Sid Vicious could have been Vader, but then Warrior could have been Vader as well, like where that would have gone to uh, for any of their careers compared to what did happen. Like, it's the same comparison that people wonder, what if uh, Sting had gone to WD and uh, Blade Runner Rock, aka Warrior, had gone to uh, NWA, WCW uh, first? Uh, what would have happened with their career paths? Just to know that those little shifting things changed so much history. I think Sting would be a bigger star. And I think... Uh, James Helwig would have just been a jogger in the end. He might, he would, he would have maybe, he might have had a, a run, but I mean, uh, yeah, and even Warrior, Warrior's luck, War, Warrior had the flexi that the, the WCW wasn't doing that type of cartoony character, so I don't think it would have evolved. Uh, they would have, that warrior gimmick would have gone to someone else. Yeah, he definitely uh, had. A who good I heard, who I heard originally, yeah, who who I heard originally was going to take the warrior gimmick was going to be one man gang. Can you imagine him going running down the? <laughs> Somehow, I think that's part of kayfabe news. That could be K-Fabe News. All right. Uh, 31 years ago today, uh, WWF presented No Holds Barred, the movie, The Match, on pay-per-view. The match was a SummerSlam rematch of Hogan and Beefcake versus the Macho King and the Gangsta. Uh, check that Zeus in the blue cage. Uh, 27 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade 93, the 10th anniversary. The Shockmaster defeated King Kong. Uh, Rick Rude defeated the boss to return the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Steve Austin defeated uh, Dustin Rhodes 2-0 in a best-of-three falls match to win the WCW United States Championship. Rick Flair defeated Big Van Vader to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Had Flair lost, he would have been forced to retire. Originally, Sid Vicious was originally the opponent lined up for Vader, but he was involved in a, involved in a stabby stabby incident with Arn Anderson and was fired two months before the event. Yeah, it's kind of well, crazy uh, to look at the fact that, yeah, No Holds Barred the match, the movie. Yeah, definitely uh, one of. Tiny Lister's greatest moments, uh, can only say, and thankfully was covered up by people like Macho Man and everybody uh, for that matter. Um, if you listen to one of the latest uh, something to wrestle with, uh, Bruce Pritchard, him and Conrad are actually doing a watch along with the movie. I think they might even do the match. Uh, they put it out on Christmas Day, and the movie is available on uh, Prime. 
So if you have Amazon oh. Prime, you can watch the movie mm. along with Conrad and uh, Bruce. And I'm not sure, like I said, if they uh, got into the uh, match part because I'm still listening to it. I actually want to sit down and go back to the beginning and watch it along with uh, Bruce and uh, Conrad. And then when you look at WCW's uh, Starcade 93, that was actually one of the first Starcades I had ever seen. And it was uh, interesting how they, and unique how they did the whole thing with Mean Gene at the home of Ric Flair, uh, getting ready and riding in the limousine to the uh, arena and getting ready for the whole thing. Uh, you see a young David Flair. You see uh, Reed, obviously very young. You see a young Ashley Flair, which is Charlotte. And you also get to see Megan uh, Flair, who is Conrad Thompson's wife, all in that same show. Uh, so just seeing the behind-the-scenes uh, at Starcade 93 at the Flair House and knowing where these uh, characters or these children, should I say, ended up going to from that time on. I think they did end up making it to the arena. Um, you also see Ashley and all them at the WrestleMania uh, with uh, Flair's retirement with uh, Shawn Michaels. I believe that was at uh, WrestleMania 24. And uh, yeah, just to see the progression. And unfortunately, uh, Reed is no longer with us. David Flair had quite the uh, wrestling uh, career. I guess the highlight of that was definitely hooking up with Stacy Keebler. And of course, we now know where Ashley, aka Charlotte, is. And of course, Megan still in there. So a lot of uh, good things out of 93 uh, Starcade beyond what they presented, which was a really good show. All right. There we go. 25 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade 95, World Cup of Wrestling featuring seven WCW stars taking on seven of New Japan Pro Wrestling's best. And this was best out of seven. Of course, it went all seven. Uh, the New Japan wrestlers were Liger, uh, Koji Kam M. Otom, uh, Kenan M. Can M O Tom? I, I really can't pronounce that. That's that's pathetic. I even have Kotami. Anyways, yeah, Kotami. That's it. Um, um, Masahiro Chono, uh, Masa Saj Oh, got a cursor over there. Uh, Sato, uh, Shinjiro Otani, Tenzan, and Kenzuke Sasaki. Uh, Sting, which was WCW, defeated Kenze Sasaki, winning the World Cup of Wrestling for WCW. The other matches on the card included Ric Flair defeating Lex Luger and Sting by Countout to become the number one contender for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And then Ric Flair defeated Randy Savage to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. In a post-dark match, uh, Kenzuki Sasaki defeated the one-man gang to retain the WCW United States Championship. This match was taped and edited for WCW Saturday Night. The full match had a dusty finish of Gang winning the belt, but the match was restarted due to technicality and ended with Sasaki uh, winning the belt. Uh, here And here's an example of what you can do with editing. This match edited out the restart of the match, so Gang was the official winner on WCW TV. Um, see, WCW sometimes knew what they were doing. 
which I kind of found it very interesting. They took a a match that had a dusty finish, so it had two separate endings basically, and then they edited it out part of it, and so the crowd got one finish, but the TV crowd got another. I thought that was you know mm-hmm. that's kind of cool cool booking. Very unique. Um, so, yeah, if we can go back just a slight bit to 26 years ago, uh, WCW sure. presented Starcade 94. Yeah. Oh, did I miss 94? How did I miss yep. that? It's all good. Oh, well. I was rambling about years. 93. Oh, maybe that's why. 26 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade 94. Bader defeated Hacksaw Jim Duggan to win the WCW United States Championship. Alex Wright defeated Jean-Paul Levesque. Johnny B. Bad defeated Arn Anderson to retain the WCW World Television Championship. Originally, Honky Tonk Man was supposed to face Johnny, but Honky was fired by WCW following a dispute with management prior to the event. Basically, Honky did not want to lose to Johnny. In a side note, Eric Bischoff, in his book, Controversy Creates Cash, vowed never to use Honky Tonk Man ever again, and he never did. And then yeah, firing him was his favorite on, thing. Yep. Sorry. He said numerous times on 83 Weeks that uh, if he could fire Honky Tonk Man again, he would do it in a heartbeat. That's how much hate he has for Wayne Ferris. Uh, I don't have that much hate for Honky. I kind of like Honky. So we're moving on then to um, 22 years ago today, WCW presents Starcade 98. Conan defeated Chris Jericho to retain the WCW Television Championship. Eric Bischoff defeated Ric Flair. Uh, Dallas Page defeated the Giant. Kevin Nash uh, defended the, uh, defeated the cattle prodded Goldberg in a no DQ match to win the WCW World Belt. The win ended Goldberg's undefeated run in WCW at just over 15 months in 173 matches, give or take a few made-up ones. Uh, 15 years ago today, at a SmackDown taping, taping, Eminem, Joey Mercury, and Johnny Nitro defeated Batista and Rey Mysterio to win the WWE Tag Belts. It's the third time the duo won the tag titles in 2005. 12 years ago today, Ring of Honor presented Final Battle. Uh, Kenny Omega defeated Cla- Claudio Castagnoli. Jerry Lynn defeated Chris Hero, Necro Butcher, and Reed Titus in a four-corner survival match. Austin Aries defeated Tyler Black to become the number one contender for the ROH World Championship. And Nigel McGinnis defeated Namiuchi Mafruji to retain the ROH World Championship. And it's a happy 33rd birthday for Andrew Andy Levine. Levine was the winner of the 2011 Tough Enough series. Uh, shortly after reporting to FCW, he was suspended for violating the WWE's wellness policy and was released 10 min- months into his Tough Enough win. He did wrestle for Puerto Rico-based uh, World Wrestling Council, where he briefly held the WWC Universal Heavyweight Championship in 2012. And the WWC Tag Team Championship with Samson Walker in 2013. He is also a cousin of Dan Spivey. Hmm. And, a, and it's a happy 40th birthday for Claudio Castagnoli, best known these days as Cesaro. 
the Swiss born uh, Castanoli is one of the more accomplished tag team wrestlers of the 21st century, including uh, he, along with Sheamus, ended the due days uh, record WWE tag title reign and claimed their first championship as a duel. He also had some signal success winning the Westside Extreme Wrestling Unified World Wrestling Championship in 2003 and 4, uh, the Pro Wrestling Gorilla World Championship in 2010, the WWE United States Championship in 2012, and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal for winning a 30-man uh, Battle Royal at WrestleMania 30. And today uh, would have been the perfect Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Cesaro is so underrated. Like all those accomplishments, and unfortunately, he seems to be regulated more as a tag team wrestler in WWE uh, than anything else. Uh, I would love to see him get a break and uh, go back to singles and climb up there and uh, main event something. It doesn't have to necessarily be WrestleMania, but it could be anything uh, that gets him away from the tag team scene because that's like. As I said, he seems to be pitching hold into it. All right. And is happy already did that one. <laughs> Today would have been the 51st birthday for Joan Marie Lawler, best known to wrestling fans as China. Uh, Lawler made a bit of history in her wrestling life, uh, being the only woman to win the WWF IC belt, the only woman to qualify for the King of the Ring tournament, and was the first woman to enter the Royal Rumble. On April 20th, 2016, Lawler was found dead in her home in Redonado, uh, Beach, California. She was 46. At the time of her death, she had been taking medication for anxiety and insomnia. Her manager claimed that her death was due to an accidental overdose. Lawler was cremated and her ashes scattered in the Pacific Ocean. It's a happy 54th birthday for William Bill Scott Goldberg. Goldberg, an animal welfare advocate and vintage car collector, and is married to Wanda Farrington, a stunt double he met while filming Santa's Sleigh. And if you want to see a really great movie, don't see that. Uh, the, the couple had been married for 11 years and has one son, Gage. It's a happy 57th birthday for Michael Pochlebik. Uh, better known as the Murdy Genetti of the Spunking Guns. That's right, folks, Bart Gunn. Bart would hold the WWF tag belts three times with the Spunking Guns and briefly held the NWA World Tag Belt as the rebooted Midnight Express with Bombastic Bob. He, of course, won the ill-fated brawl for all and then got squished by Butterbean at WrestleMania 14. Uh, he made one last in-ring appearance at Raw's 15th anniversary in 2007. He is a grandfather, electrician, and avid Star Wars fan. All right. Moving on and to December. The 30th birthday of Zelina Vega. She recently is uh, done with WWE, but you can also catch her on Twitch, which why she left WWE, so she can make money doing yeah. cosplay. I know what else she can make money doing that. Um, 28 years ago today, we're on December 28th, WCW presented Starkey 92 Battle Bowl. Uh, names were drawn at random to form tag teams, and the winning, winning teams advanced to the Battle Bowl uh, Battle Royal at the end of the show. 
We saw Sting defeat Big Van Vader to win the King of Cable Tournament. Ron Simmons defeated Steve Williams by DQ to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Mashiro Chono defeated the Great Muda to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. And the Great Muda last eliminated Barry Windham to win the Battle of Bull Battle Royal. 23 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade 97. It's the most bought event in WCW history. This would be Sting's first in-ring action in 15 months. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page defeated Kurt Henning to win the WCW United States Championship. We saw Larry Zabisco get back in the ring and defeat Eric Bischoff by DQ to retain Monday Nitro for WCW. Bret Hart was the special guest referee. And Sting defeated Hollywood Hogan by submission to win the WCW World Belt. Hogan had originally won the title with a badly executed fast count, but Bret Hart, who was acting as a referee, restarted the match. Sting would hook on the Scorpion Deathlock, and Hogan's admitted. And everyone in WCW rejoiced. 22 years ago today on Nitro... Ric Flair defeated Eric Bischoff in a return match from the previous night's Starcade to become WCW president for 90 days. Had Flair lost, he would have been forced to retire again for the umpteenth time. So really, there was no downfall to this match. Um, on the same show, Scott Steiner defeated Conan to win the WCW World Television Championship. 21 years ago today, at a SmackDown taping, Chris Jericho in China went to a double pinfall for the WWF IC uh, belt. They did the two referees, counted their shoulders down for the three-count bit. Today, the co-intercontinental title reign of China and Jericho is not recognized by the WWE. It is considered vacant at the time. 18 years ago today, Ring of Honor presented Final Battle. CM Punk defeated Colt Cabana. Special Keg Deranged and Angel Dust defeated the Backseat Boys. Trent Asset and Johnny Cashmere. And the Hit Squad, Mafia and Monster Mac in a tag team scramble match. Who cares about the match? It was just fun to say all those names. Xavier defeated Paul London to retain the ROH Championship. Brian Danielson, Loki, and Samoa Joe and Steve Crino fought to a 45-minute draw to determine the number one contender for their ROH championship. I'd be pissed as a fan, so I just watched an amazing match that ended up not giving me a number one contender. That was the point of the match. That's the worst than a double pin in a cage match or, or something like that. 11 years ago today on Raw, Vince McMahon officially announces Bret Hart would guest host the January 4th, 2010 Raw. And it's a happy 35th birthday for Taryn Nicole Terrell. The New Orleans-born Terrell was among the final eight of the 2007 WWE Diva Search, but finished fourth. Uh, she made her debut four months later as Tiffany, the on-screen assistant general manager under Theodore Long for the rebooted ECW, then eventually became the brand's general manager. When ECW was dissolved in 2010, Tiffany would be moved to SmackDown. She and Kelly Kelly, the blonde garage, feuded with Cool until the domestic incident with her then-husband Drew McIntyre got her suspended from the company that summer. Trail would be released in November. She debuted for TNA as the vice president of the Knockouts division under Brooke Hogan. She also served as the division's referee. 
Terrell is married to professional motorcyclist and stuntman Joseph Dryden. The couple have one girl, 22-month-old Emerson, and a second child. Uh, info from 2016, and I don't not care enough to Google the baby uh, um, update. Who knows? They might have more. It's a happy 67th birthday for... Oh, a pursuit? No, oh, that's one of those words. What's that word? Yeah, I'm not saying it right. Oh, legend Tasumi Fujinami. Um, sewer pseudo or something like that. Anyways, wrestling uh, since the age of 17, Fujinami's wrestling around the world included for Mexico's University Wrestling Association, Jim Crockett Promotions, and the WWWF in the States, where he won their junior heavyweight championship in 78. And most famously for the New Japan Pro Wrestling from its founding uh, in 72 to 2006. He would become the first man to hold both the IWGP Heavyweight Championship as well as the NWA uh, World Heavyweight Championship. It is during the reign he had his most rememberable mat, uh, remembered match, a championship versus champion bout with the WCW World Champion Ric Flair at the first Super Bowl in 91. In 2016, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by Ric Flair. As a Legends contract with WWE, the contract does not restrict his Japanese bookings. The innovator of the Dragon Sleeper and Dragon uh, Suplex, he is nicknamed the Dragon, is well decorated, including his six IWGP heavyweight titles. He is a five-time IWGP tag team champion, four of them with Ken Kengo Kamura, and an NWA Pacific Northwest heavyweight champion. Uh, in WWF International Heavyweight and Tag Team Champion, a four-time Tokyo Sports Magazine Outstanding Performance winner, the magazine's 1985 MVP, and so many more awards. Uh, Tasumi is married with one son, Leona, who wrestles for his father's tradition promotion. Moving on to December... Yeah. Uh, moving on to December 29th. 35 years ago today, the NWA and AWA co-presented Star Wars. Little Tokyo defeated Cowboy Lang to retain the NWA World's Midget Championship. Sherry Martell defeated Debbie Combs to retain the AWA World Women's Championship. And Stan Hansen defeated Rick Martell by submission to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. 29 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade Battle Bowl 91, the Lethal Lottery. Steve Lassen eliminated uh, Lex Luger to win the Battle Royal. 25 years ago, uh, ECW presented Holiday Hell for the Lawson Battalion Halls in Queens, New York. Uh, we saw Mikey Whipwreck defeat two Cold Scorpio to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship and ECW World T Television Championships. Uh, following the belt, Rip Wreck uh, chose Cactus Jack as his tag team partner. The Sandman defeated Raven to retain the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. And Sabu defeated Cactus Jack. 24 years ago today, uh, WCW presented Starcade 96. Ultimo Dragon uh, defeated Dean Malenko to unify the WCW Cruiserweight and J-Crown Championships. Akiro uh, Hakuto uh, defeated Medusa to win the WCW Women's Championship. 
she would be the only one recognized as the champion, even though Devil Masami won the vacant belt in the AAAW Single Championship in 97 versus Women's Wrestler Zero. Uh, her 100-day reign was not recognized on WCW TV. Eddie Guerrero defeated Diamond Dallas Page to win the vacant WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. And Roddy Piper defeated Hollywood Hogan via TKO. Do not go back and watch that. Whatever you do, if you really want to see a Starcade, stop it before you get to Piper Hogan. I'm yeah. a fan of Piper, but oh my God, just know uh, Hogan has had the worst luck with matches at Starcade. When you consider his match with Sting, Stinker, hey, The Butcher, a.k.a. Beefcake, uh, uh, Piper, Warrior, just no. Hogan was not a good draw, or at least maybe a draw to get people to watch, but once they got their eyeballs on it, they wanted to bleach them from watching those uh, horrible, horrible uh, main events. I think it was just, you know, Hogan was living on his legend and the fact that people like to see him as a bad guy. But the match itself was never good. No. Oh, right. 23 years ago today, on Nitro, Ultimo Dragon defeated Eddie Guerrero to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. On the same show, Booker T defeated Disco Inferno to win the WCW World Television Championship. 22 years ago at a Raw's war taping, Mankind defeated The Rock to win the WWF Championship. This match indeed did put butts in the seat. Nitro tried to take advantage of Raw being pre-taped, but revealing the competition's title change was one of the moves that put WWE uh, back on top of the Monday Night Wars. Big mistake. Years ago, no, it was a big mistake, but... Uh, you know, at the time when you're riding high and you're told what to do, it just uh, it's one of those things in history that's fun that it worked out that way. And uh, it, it's just funny. It's like it's written, which it could have been. But uh, just uh, well, even in the, the make-believe world of wrestling, a lot of it is, is actually happens. It's real, real stuff. Maybe not, you know, the drop kicks and shit like that, but uh, the real stuff that's going on is sometimes more interesting than what's going on in the ring. Yep. Uh, 11 years ago today, Dr. Death Steve Williams dies of throat cancer at St. Anthony Central Hospital in Denver, Colorado. He was 49. Steve would become one of the most successful Gaijin's foreign wrestlers in Japanese wrestling history during his run in all Japan pro wrestling winning their Triple Crown Heavyweight title, eight tag team championships with four different partners, five of the eight with Terry Gordy, and win the World's Strongest Tag Determination League uh, in 90, 91, and 2000. Williams also won their annual Karukian uh, Hall Heavyweight Battle Royal in 95 and 2000, and has many more accolades. At the time of his passing, he was survived by his son, Wyndham, and his two brothers, Jeff and Jerry. Eight years ago today at a Raw taping, Ray Barrett defeated Kofi Kingston to win the WWE IC belt. 
Six years ago today on Raw from Washington, D.C., the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, defeated The Miz and Damian Mizdow to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. All right, moving on to December 30th. 23 years ago today at a Raw as War taping, Jeff Jarrett defeated Barry Windham to win the NWA North American Heavyweight Championship. The episode airing January 5th would be most remembered for Stone Cold Steve Austin's infamous stunner barrage, attacking anyone who was considered a threat to win the Royal Rumble much later in the month. 22 years ago, a long-time promoter, Sam Muchnick, died after a car accident. He was 93. Sam was a wrestling promoter who at one time was the NWA uh, president. Just a year before his death, Muchnick uh, made one of his last major public appearances at the WWF Bad Blood in your house pay-per-view. 20 years ago today in Cat, California, Christopher Daniels defeated Donovan Morgan to win All-Pro Wrestling's King of the Indies Tournament. 17 years ago today, at a SmackDown, Rey Mysterio defeated Shajiri to win the WWE Cruiserweight belt. And 13 years ago today, Ring of Honor presented Final Battle from the Manhattan Center in New York City. The Hangman 3, Adam Pierce, Brent Albright, and BJ Whitmer defeated Delirious, Kevin Steen, and El Generico in a tables are legal match. Uh, Eric Stevens defeated Roderick Strong to win the FIP World Heavyweight Championship. And the Age of the Fall, Jimmy Jacobs and Taylor Black defeated the Briscoe brothers, Jay and Mark uh, Briscoe, to win their ROH World Tag Team Championship. Moving on to the final day here, December 31st, almost a new year. Ten years ago today, ZZW star Nick Gage, real name Nicholas Wilson, trims himself in one day after New Jersey authorities announced he was arrested for robbing a PNC bank in Collingswood, New Jersey, on December 22nd. He was homeless and addicted to oxycotton and painkillers at the time of the robbery. He got 3000 after handing the lady uh, teller a special note. Uh, Gage and his girlfriend would then go to Lake City and gamble. Uh, Gage got five years for second-degree robbery. And 10 years ago today, Brock Lesnar announces his retirement from MMA just one day after his loss to Alistair Overseen via TKO at UFC 141. The was Lesnar's uh, first since overcoming the colitis 14 months earlier, an ailment that nearly killed Lester. Lester made a one-time return at UFC 200 in July 2016 with a loss due to failing to drug tests. And that is your week in history. Yeah, a lot of uh, different events going on, especially uh, Starcade and, uh, of course, Ring of Honor with Final Battles. Um I personally loved uh, Battle Bowl. I wish they'd uh, continue something like that, but at the same time, we have the Royal Rumble, which is obviously better. Uh, but if you're looking for some sort of filler event where you get some tag team matches and then uh, a Battle Royal, uh, definitely look at Battle Bowl, but I doubt it would ever uh, appear on a main roster WD. I uh, never know if Triple H will bring it out for NXT or not, but yeah, I mm -hmm. love Battle Bowl. A lot of good uh, people with birthdays, and we'll see what uh, the new year brings us as we move forward. 
So uh, thank you once again for taking us on this tour of history. And, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, what's uh, next week. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff coming up for uh, podcasts with uh, the Scumbags Wrestling. Are there uh, the regular podcasts as we look at uh, the uh, passing of Brody Lee and of uh, Danny Hodge? There's also uh, a year review we're working on. Uh, hopefully that'll be out uh, in the next day or two. And, of course, uh, yeah, we're going to get uh, back in uh, the month of January with some uh, Fantasy Warfare Tournament. And all month long is the uh, mid-card uh, champions, NWA, WCW, WWE, US champions, WWF and WWE Intercontinental champions. So we'll got 64 competing couple of them are in there twice, like Miz, um, Greg Valentine, Dustin Rhodes. I don't think anybody else got a uh, second appearance, but we have all that coming up. Uh, tune in on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and also Facebook. So anything you want to uh, say to people before we uh, get out of here, Jonesy? Uh, those who uh, do listen to this, if you want to participate in uh, the end of the month trivia or the beginning of the month, it depends. Um, I'd rather do it at the end, I think. Uh, just let us know in the comments that you would like to be a part of that show. Which yeah, would be just uh, connected to, to one of these. Yes. Basically, Jeopardy style. Or I might change it to something else. I'm not sure yet. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Yeah, we're always open to ideas, and we want to be interactive. So uh, definitely let us know what you're uh, interested in, and uh, contact us on our uh, Facebook page or email scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. We're always available. Uh, also check out the, uh, uh, was it, wrestling uh, trivia uh, group page that you have? Yes. Yes, which I don't uh, update uh, far enough, but... Uh... Uh, now maybe I got this going. Maybe, well, maybe we'll update it more often. Yep, and then, uh, yeah, if you're interested in being a part of a trivia show, we uh, would love to have you. And, uh, yeah, let's see what uh, fun can be had. So until next time, I want to wish everybody a happy new year, and we'll see you in January. Shoot us.